$200. A Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of the Super NES podcast. This is our last episode of 2018. Uh, I am Greg. He is George. Insert stinger here. <laughs> yes, and we've decided to follow the old saying of imitation is a serious form of flattery. Uh, by copying by copying some other podcasts. Cough, cough, erg, cough, cough. So what about imitation um, crab? <laughs> Does that mean crabs are flattered that there's imitation crab out there, or imitation crab? Crab is nasty. I don't know how I, anybody can. I would argue that any seafood is nasty, but that is uh, that oh, is another seafood, podcast. So yeah, yeah, that's another yeah. podcast. No, I totally, yeah, I yeah. As a New Englander, I definitely cannot uh, be on board with that statement. I love seafood. I but. mean, as as an Italian New Yorker, I. <laughs> I dislike seafood so much, but well, again, I'm not actually another, a fan of New York thing. style pizza either. So I mean, what? Like, you know, yeah, so you don't like here. good pizza? What, what do you What do you eat? Dumpster pizza? What is What is wrong with you? So yeah, because the territory. Uh, but man, in any event, I, yes, uh, we are we are we are expressing our appreciation to other fine podcasts out there by ripping off an idea of theirs. We're going it's to... not ripping off. We are we are doing we're doing what they're doing, but they don't care. There was no, there was really a time give. there was a time <laughs> where I did stuff and I actually would ask people like, hey, like, do you mind if I do this in a podcast? And like one person was like, hey, listen, like you don't have to ask me to do something that's similar to like our podcast. You know, we don't we don't own rights or anything to it. There's nothing wrong with it. Go ahead. So actually, well, I, I think that might have been. Uh, <laughs> That might have been like Paul from the Intellivisionaries or something. I think so, yes. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no, listen, like, hey, it doesn't matter. Just go and right. do it. I don't care. Like, awesome that you want to do that. Yeah, yeah, I don't give, yeah, yeah, I don't, don't give Paul enough credit. He's the one who actually, who actually, who actually wrote the opening and closing songs for this podcast several yes. years ago. So, yes, uh, and, and and it's been very kind to send over new versions of that as hosts have come and gone. So. Uh, many, many thanks to him. Well, for that. too bad next but... year he's gonna need to make a new one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. But yeah, so I don't think. Yeah, you're right. So, so I don't think Ferg cares. I mean, like, you know, heck, you know, I have my own theme song. I think Ferg, Ferg but, uh, would want us to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have my own uh, theme song uh, on Ferg's on Ferg's podcast now for my segment. So I really don't think he cares. <laughs> oh, I I need to start listening to that again then. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so so what's this idea? You, like you might say, we're just going to talk. We're just going to cover cover briefly the games the games we covered this podcast in 2018. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And boy, are there been some uglies. So... You know, that's very rude. You know, I try to look <laughs> as best as I can for this podcast, Greg. And that's. Oh wait, you're talking about the games. Yeah. Oh. And what do you have positive to say about our first game that we're going to be covering? Our first game of 2018. Uh, which is your pick, I believe, uh, Rival Turf. Uh, it is. It is a game, and you can play <laughs> it, and that is 
it's it's all right. It's nothing special. But well, what can yeah. I say about it? I'm I could say <laughs> that it's uh all right. Um, it runs pretty smoothly. It doesn't have any game. It doesn't have any game crashing bugs. <laughs> okay. Sure. Uh yeah. So this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Next game. <laughs> uh. This may be my least favorite game of the year. I mean, I, I'm not surprised. I didn't hate it, but it's also like, it's so blah. I mean, just like in every possible way. It's like the graphics, the music, the the the, the moves, the characters, the story. It's like, it's like I know they're cashing in all those Street Fighter Two fighting crazes going on during this time period, but could they at least have put a little bit of effort and not made it so obviously a cash grab? No. <laughs> And that box art, I mean, it's like those, those like two wannabe games. I mean, I think that's just the American, kids. I think that's just the North American box art. It is just the North whatever. American version, but yes. Like, yeah. that's, that's kind of a difficult call when you're talking about box art because yeah, it's I just suppose. like, uh, back then, it was just like the, the team who was, or the people, uh, um, bringing it out or whatever is like oh i don't know do this or whatever also like remember there's different territories where like yes yeah. uh um north america was so much different from japan because exactly japan would let almost anything slide over there and over here it's just like things get heavily censored and this and that so yeah and, and there are some things that rough. are censored yep of course uh but it also goes the other way there are some things yeah, you know, there's some things in Japan that are censored that are not censored like over here. So right, uh, that that yeah. is more about like things like violence, which is just so mind blowing. Also, but... sexual stuff. Like, um, you have to um, remember. Yes, no. You have to remember until recently, it was against the law to show to show uh, to show well sexual organs uh, in like Japanese films and that kind of stuff. So um, they had to be like mosaiced out. So. I mean, yeah, just like cultural differences. It's been a while since I've heard anyone call it that. But well, yes. this is this is this is this is a family friendly podcast. I got to take the words carefully. So. You can say censored. <laughs> censored is a word that is family friendly. Oh well, yeah. Well, well, I said well, I said mosaic because that's actually what they do to the image. Right, so. I know, but like, like I said, it's been a while since I've heard anybody call it that. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think also the law got changed recently. Uh, recently, like when I heard so. I'm not sure. So, I'm not sure the show doing that. But I, anyway, you know, I I don't know. Uh, no. Let's go to Japan and buy some DVDs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Rival Turp is a very very forgettable fighting game. Uh, not not the worst fighting game I've played, but pretty far down the list. So, uh, I guess the best thing I say about it is that it's it's stable and doesn't crash. <laughs> um. Yep. Our, our next game, however, was much better. At least uh, this was our first. This was the first of two pinball episodes we covered uh, on the podcast this year, where we were joined by. Uh, we were joined by Nick of various pinball podcasts. So who brought his excellent pinball knowledge to the table, and thank God for that because the guy's a freaking genius when it comes to that knowledge, uh, stuff. So, uh, yeah, pinball fantasies. Uh, a port of the uh, port of the original game that was on the Amiga with like four tables. Uh, pointed pretty well with Super NES. I mean, like, you know, there, there, there are, of course, concessions they had to make for, you know, the graphics and the screen scoring and, the, and that kind of stuff. But all in all, but, but, but all in all, this is a pretty good pinball game. I, I really enjoy, like, a, um, you know, some tables are better than others, but overall, I thought it was a very, a very impressive port. Yeah, I, I don't really have anything else to say. I, 
it, it's not perfect, but eh. it, it it's yeah, certainly like one of the better console pinball games out there. So oh yeah, probably yeah yeah. So uh, and we're talking about doing other pinball games in the future, so stay tuned for that. So yeah, pinball fantasies are definitely the better of the uh, I mean the better of the two games uh, that we covered. We'll get to the other one later on, uh, which is not as good, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, then we had, then we had, then we had a game I had no experience with. Uh, speaking about ports, uh, this is a video game adaptation of a popular TV show of the time period, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, one of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Super NES games. I think there were three of them all together. Uh, three or four. I can't remember at this point. Uh, uh, there were a lot. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, this one is the beat-em-up platformer game, uh, which, uh, which, which I admit, it's not really, you know, I was too old, for, you know, I was too old for the show, like, I'm like, George, so I was, uh, as I have no memory of actually watching it or whatnot, but from what I, but from what I remember, uh, I was very impressed by, you know, the, the characters and the graphics and, and the graphics and how good they, like, how good, it, like, how good it looked, uh, compared to, like, the TV show, so... You know, a very good adaptation, yeah. like in that sense, at least. So, uh, as far it's as it's definitely better than the Sega CD game. Uh, yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the Sega CD game is literally just like the first couple of episodes or whatever with button prompts. So yeah, yeah, with like you know, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, what do they call those? Um, uh, oh, um, I'm waiting. Uh, yeah, real time events like RT. Quick time events. Quick time events. Yeah, that. Yep, yep, yep. That term also works. So I, I would argue real-time events would just be the, a whole video game, other than uh, cutscenes. But. Maybe, but yeah, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like you know, pretty decent fighting game. I mean, like certainly, I mean certainly, I mean certainly, I mean, certainly, uh, certainly much better than Rabbit Turf. Um, but because yeah. um, you know, and you know, the characters, the characters play different like from each other at least, and like you know, uh, you know, the the music's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty faithful, pretty faithful adaptation about the core ideas, just like the TV show. So whether, uh, so whether you, uh, so whether you like it or not, really, will really depend upon uh, your your own experience of the show. I think. Yeah. Um, there's definitely like other better. Power Rangers games on this, just on this platform, but mm, yeah, yeah. it's still a fine game. It gets very frustrating with like the platforming and stuff right. later on, but otherwise, the fighting is uh, kind of so-so. Like it's a, it's a little bit better than so-so, right? I, I would say. Sure, it's not the best game, but if you have some kind of history with the series and some kind of sense, it's definitely some game you could check out. Hmm, definitely. Never agree with that 100%. Yep. So, uh, this next game might be your least favorite game of the year, George. Uh, I certainly yeah. know I, I certainly know I liked it better than you did. <laughs> Actually, uh, looking at this list, it might not be my least favorite. Uh, I was always curious to play this. Uh, so, this, uh, and so one of the great things about the podcast is checking out games you're always curious about. So, we looked at Mega Man Soccer, uh, which is the. Uh, which is a depending on where you look, it might be Mega Man Soccer or Mega Man Soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like I think the label says Mega Man's Soccer, but 
like everywhere else calls it Mega Man Soccer or something like that. Huh, it was something I, I noticed that. at least. It was yeah. very weird. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. I, I'll have to yeah. look that up because I didn't see that. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I, I uh, don't I don't know. Well well the game's basically what it sounds like. You're playing soccer with, with Mega Man characters. Um yep. but uh This would probably this would probably be like if they tried making something like this again. And not making it like a full-fledged game, but like maybe like one of those smaller, like twenty-dollar games, whatever. Like mm -hmm. I feel like it would be an interesting game, and I feel like a bunch of people would would actually oh, like speaking it. Speaking about like you know like remakes, I uh, remix twenty-dollar games. Uh, this is a little bit off-topic, but um, uh, but you, uh, uh, but uh, uh, not only not only not only not only did a big game get released on the day uh, like the day that we're recording this, uh, the newest installment of Super Smash Brothers. Uh, also, uh, they came out with a remake on the Switch of the original, uh, like the original like, Katamari game. Yeah, I was wondering about that because I didn't hear about it and I saw somebody yeah. posted something on Twitter. It, and I was it, like, what? It's gotten very little press. Uh, so yeah, kinda, that's a shame because it's yeah. a good game. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I actually have not played it, believe it or not. Uh, one of the games I always meant to check out and never actually get that's uh, gonna change. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely have to, yeah, I definitely have to check this out because I'm curious about it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. Speaking about yeah, yeah. Speaking about remakes, I definitely agree with you. I mean, like you know, soccer games, pretty much, pretty much. Soccer, soccer games, soccer games are very, soccer games are very popular during the 80s and 90s uh, with computers and consoles. But nowadays, you pretty much have FIFA, and that's it. So it's like, and considering how popular soccer is in the rest uh, of the world, there's also Pro Evolution Soccer. Excuse me. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's true too. That's I, like I, that was like the only game Konami didn't didn't stop making for a while right i forgot about yeah. that series uh, yeah yeah I, I, yeah, I, yeah i didn't know it was still around um yeah my second my favorite my favorite part is uh um one of the playstation versions the ball is just literally a cube <laughs> that's my favorite part sega was making a very good soccer game series for a while too back when doing sports games uh what can... like the dreamcast era yeah and like the very early xbox era oh, actually i don't know if right. they made soccer during the Xbox uh, era. No, but. yeah, I, I think it was more the yeah, I, I think it was I, I think there's more of the PS2, uh, you know, uh, 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 era, but uh, or something around there. So, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, as far as soccer games goes, this one's a pretty easy play. You can pick up and play. Um, it's it's very cute. It's very charming. It has definitely uh, uh, um, certainly has a Mega Man. Like all the Mega characters Man have different stats, which is an interesting yep. Uh, yep. thing. Yeah. Yep, and they're all based off the characters in the game too, which is like pretty yep. impressive. So, all of the games up to, up until then, yes. Yeah, yep. So, yeah, very good effort by Capcom to make their uh, uh, to give this a very Mega Man uh, feel for a soccer game. No, yeah. I, I, I said this back then. I, I, I said this back then. I still feel this way now. This really feels like something's like pet project in Capcom. They're like they're like you know somebody just messing around one day after work. They're like, hmm, what can I do with these characters? But I mean, like that's not the first time that's happened. I, oh, we yeah, haven't, exactly. we haven't, we personally haven't seen a lot of it over yeah. here. Right. But like, that's kind of a thing that they do in Japan sometimes. Is they'll make weird spin-off games and whatnot. So, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, but I still we still figure... don't see a bunch of them, even even with series that we do get over here. True, it's yep. really yeah. weird. And I still cannot figure out for the life of me why this game never got released in Europe, considering how popular the soccer is in Europe. But I mean, a bunch of Final Fantasy games never came out in Europe until Final Fantasy VII. So. Well, yeah, but that one, but that one I understand. But that one I understand. Are you saying Europeans aren't good at RPGs or they don't understand RPGs? No, I was just saying that. 
I think it's a combination of two reasons. Europeans were always Europeans were, have always been have always been bigger computer gamers than console gamers. But they still had consoles. Um, yes, but yes, but I mean, were I know, I know, Nintendo was not Nintendo was not as popular right. over there. Obviously, it was more about Sega. But and games, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and say, and the second big reason I think is the games, like games, you know, games are more expensive, or expensive, expensive over there, uh, both to both to port and also and also sell in stores. Europeans so. write in. You wish you had Final Fantasy <laughs> back then. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were uh, European, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a lot of European friends, so I kind of know the perspective. But mm. yeah, I'm just giving my educated guesses uh, guesses uh, as whether it was more common back then. But thank God it's not a thing now. So yeah. Uh, well, I mean, on on top of that, it's also very easy to get games that are not oh, from yes, your region. Yeah. So You're like, right. yeah, yeah. You know. But but yeah, speaking about but speaking about RPGs, George. Uh, this, oh the, boy. Yeah, this one's your pick. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking about ports, uh, the port of the popular popular computer game Octopus Octopus Six: The False Prophets. This is a rough game. It well, a, a big computer game like this, I can understand it's struggling to come out on a console. It's like it's like it's more impressive to me that they've tried. Uh, uh, there are there are RPGs of just just the same year from the same year that are better than this. This is such a weird game and in how it works and it it's, it's and it's so weird that it makes it so brutal at the beginning. It's it's, well, this is definitely not... not a game for anybody who gives up easily. It's not a game right. for anybody who's not good at games. It's as but a long list of who this is not for. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that's true of the whole Ultima series. This isn't just like you know that port itself. But the Ultima games have always been like the Ultima games have always been like wicked difficult. I mean, so. yeah, but this is this is a weak one because of just how everything works and. And it, technically, it's a short game as well. The only reason why it's so long is because how long it takes to right. walk everywhere, and you also have to worry about your characters and trying to level them up and getting this. Which is this strange and because that. a lot of people, yeah, which is strange because a lot of people consider this game and uh, a lot of people consider this game and the next one, Seven, to be the best games of the series. And I remember having fun playing this, playing this on the PC. Well, because this was the first game to really introduce the Wait, ideas of like Seven. Um, Seven was. Was seven? Uh, was it called Exodus or whatever? Uh, Is that what that eight, one was? No, eight was Exodus. Uh, eight I'm was sorry, Exodus. I'm sorry, uh, Exodus was earlier. Uh, or what, seven, what am I thinking? Um, um, right. Um, which one was yeah. the one that like EA bought out the series or or the company? And I think then it was, made it really bad. Was that seven or was that like after that? Oh, after that nine. Uh, it was uh, nine. Was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Nine was the last Ultima game. I That's forget. After, the this information has left my head right. because just a bunch of other stuff just right. popped yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, my mind is all about, like, swapping out information. <laughs> so. Well, Ultima, Ultima, Ultima 6 was groundbreaking when it came out. It came out because one of the first console games, at least, that introduced the idea of, like, you know, of, of unique character creation, of, like, a character creation and, like, a whole, like, morality system. Uh, like, how your actions in game actually affected your character's stats and abilities. Uh, like, how you put the game and whatnot. So it was a very... It was a very highbrow, uh, very um, what's the word I want to use? A very uh, interesting experiment with like with like real life decisions affecting your in-game, uh, um, you know, your uh, your in-game uh, play experience, so no. to say. So, no. I mean, it's impressive. It, it, it's like it's impressive they tried, 
and the ports and the ports and don't get me wrong the, the ports fully playable it's just it's a very rougher experience compared to like pc like pc original but also uh, just in general it's just a rough game if, well well it is a very difficult game yes I, I mean for sure so but i remember having a lot of fun with this game as a kid so um super NES port it's playable it's just not a very good at uh, like good adaptation i mean you can i mean you can very easily get the whole series on Steam and GOG for like pennies like dollar these days. There's really, uh, you know, it's really no, there's really no reason except for like nostalgia, curiosity to check out this port of the game. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 if it is port the mouse, I think I might have handled like a bit better. But, uh, you know what's a really good game that supports the mouse? Mm. Mario Paint. Mario Paint's awesome with the mouse. Yeah. That's that's my favorite RPG that yep. supports the mouse. Yep. Not on this list, unfortunately, because we covered that in 2017, <laughs> but... <laughs> Dang. Uh, my my so, fault. So so we go from a highbrow, in- intellectual, challenging uh, <laughs> RPG game <laughs> to something catering to the lowest common denominator. Uh, especially Weird. Americans. Who picked this one? Violence. <laughs> oh, I love Total Carnage. Uh, this is like a... Yeah, yeah this is a go-to pleasure of mine. I've always loved this game since I was a kid. Such a weird game, but it, it doesn't mean it's bad. But like, no, playing it on the SNES is so weird because if you want to shoot diagonals, you have to hit two buttons at once, and it just feels so weird. Well, I mean, like you know, this isn't a day before twin stick shooters, so they really tried. And right? I think, no, I understand. I mean, like, so. I understand. Like, if you right. you bring a twin a twin stick shooter over, yeah, of course you're gonna be uh, using the face buttons to to aim and shoot but it's just it, it's just a weird thing looking back and, and and playing it like now it's just so odd it's still a lot better than how the nes and mouse systems uh, mouse system versions of the games like handle the controls wow you, you take that to, back you, you take had, that back you actually had to have you actually had to use both controllers uh, controllers that sounds also actually well with the master <laughs> system controller no it doesn't but so yeah i did yeah so you have both controllers in your hand, you have them vertically, and then you use the... the yeah, uh, I've, I've seen that with uh, Smash TV for right. NES or NES, whatever. Then you use the pads. The, 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 left, the, left, the left pad moved you with the left pad, moved your character. The right, uh, character. Mm-hmm. And the right one was the shooting. Yeah. The, the shooter, right. So, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, it works. The NES, the NES port of the game was my first exposure to the game uh, at home. You, you just had, um, once you get the hang of it, it, it works fine. It, it just I feel like they should have made a controller that had two d-pads that plugged into both ports people people tend to dislike custom controllers because it doesn't really because of all the problems associated with it like for example arkanoid came included with the special controller and it's playable um and, and it's playable with a pad but the controller obviously makes the game 10 times to you know, 10 times better the problem is that the problem is that over the years those controllers get lost misplaced damaged well uh, that's that's the people who own them's fault obviously yeah. So you know, yeah, you just don't throw the Arkanoid controller controller to Sparky because you think it's a good toy, you know. But it may simply be like broken, uh, broken like like wear and tear. So, but so, yeah, that but happens. Any, I mean, but, I mean, but then there's also like people who are competent in like uh, electronics and whatnot and can fix them or even create new ones. Which oh, is nowadays, awesome. yeah, there's grass. Yeah, nowadays there's a huge grassroots, um, uh, you know, grassroots effort like for that. So yeah, like, cast, I mean, you know, people could have. People could have done it, you know, 10, 20 years ago still. But sure. Sure, yeah. But the internet's well, like, maybe, maybe not like 20, but like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. But like, you know, I don't know. Uh, of course, yeah. But the internet's I feel like this. I feel like easier. stuff like that has only gotten popular somewhat recently, which yeah, is weird. Yeah, that, that's probably true. Yeah. 
But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Total Carnage, uh, which is a sequel to Smash TV, um, is a game I did, is a game I did not have as much experience with in Smash TV, but it's still a very, very fun game. Uh, hmm. it's, it's, it's more difficult than Smash TV is, and Smash TV is no walk in the park. <laughs> yeah, but I, there's more to it than Smash TV, because you have all this weird teleporting, and I don't even know what's going on. There's some really, there's some really messed up stuff in this game, that's for sure, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, that stuff yeah. is, like, censored in this game, though, right? Or some of it, bit. or whatever? Uh, yeah, a little bit of it. Yeah, a little bit of it was. Um, not that, you know, not that bad, but there is some... You know, there's some censoring going on here for sure. So, yeah. um, now we come to probably my most surprising, uh, surprising game of the year. Uh, I did not, I did not expect to like this game as much as I did because I knew anything about it going in. Uh, this was. I think this might be my favorite of yeah, the list this, here. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if. It, I, yeah, I, don't, I have to think about this. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if this was my favorite game of the year, but it was certainly like way up there. Oh, it sounds like uh, there's some contenders. I want to hear those later. Yeah, uh, Front Mission Gun Hazard, a Japanese-only uh, inspired uh, game by Front Mission. I really uh, think this would have worked well in in the Western audience. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would definitely think this would be probably the most popular Front Mission game in the Western audience. Let's let's say you released all those games that, that came out in Japan. I bet you this would be the most popular uh, Front Mission game uh, around the time this came out. Well, to this day, Front Mission still has not gotten a huge fan base here in the states. So because they keep know. releasing the wrong ones. You could argue that they put out <laughs> Front Mission Evolve, but they didn't put out Front Mission Five. Look at this crap! I uh, like Front Mission Evolved is all right, but it's not Front Mission to me. Like I'd still kind of play, but uh, uh. Anyway, you can yeah, you, you can certainly make that argument. But we can uh, have like five yeah. podcasts just about right. Front Mission. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is a this is a SquareSoft uh, side-scrolling action RPG game, which uh, is just kind of like a. Um, a uh, whole bunch of shooting and uh, of shooting and of shooting and solving and solving and uh, and uh, sleuthing. So, uh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. better than I could have put it. Excellent graphics, some of the best graphics in the, uh, the graphics system, I think, bar none. Uh, just really beautiful, yeah. beautiful, rich graphics and a very good soundtrack too, as you would expect first off in this time period. Certainly, and, yeah, just an amazing soundtrack. So yeah, anybody who's take, yeah anybody anybody who enjoys any kind of action uh, action games with a little bit of RPG stuff thrown into it definitely needs to check this one out, um, and and it has been fully patched as well, so you can play it in um, you play it in English. Yeah, there's I, like a lot of other English patches. There's some weird like uh, graphical glitches you can get like in sure, certain yeah, menus, yeah, yeah. but other otherwise right. everything obviously works the, the same. So right, so. yeah. It's one of those things. Like I forget, I forget if I told you, but like there are certain PS2 uh, and even PlayStation translations where like they're like, "Hey, play this in emulator because like after you get to this part, the translation will like crash your actual system, so like you won't be able to progress after this. So hey, play it in an emulator." Right. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I so yeah, I'd probably say this is my second favorite game that we covered in the podcast this year. So uh, yeah, I think we'll this might be my favorite. 
You, yeah, you probably know number one. <laughs> uh, which we'll get to like later on here because we also covered that game this year. So, uh, well, well, obviously we covered that game this year. I said, like I said, like favorite games <laughs> this year. So, <laughs> it's late. I'm tired. So. <laughs> uh, uh. Moving on, uh, we uh, we go from one we go from one fighting game to a different kind of fighting game, but uh, a very different kind of fighting game. This one's you know you know this one's actually based in reality. Um, Super, Super Battle Tank War on the Golf, uh, which is a light simulation uh, action game uh, where you control it, like an American M1A1 tank uh, in the Middle East during the 1981 Gulf War. Excuse me, uh, I think you mean Gary Kitchen's Super Battle Tank War on the Golf? That is the full official name of it, yes. So, Who knew a all... chef would be so in- interested in <laughs> tanks? Your story is not a joke, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have nothing else. Um... Yeah, this is a this is this is a pretty good game. I mean, I mean it's I mean it's light simulation to the point where it still kind of feels realistic without really being like overwhelming uh, for you. I, I thought that I, um, you know I thought the programmers did a very good job of balancing the action the action parts like the sim parts. Are you telling me Gary Kitchen is not a name of like a mascot for some kind of like utensilware company or something? Probably. I'm Gary be. Kitchen and I approve this spoon. Next time you go to one of the gaming conventions that uh, you have is actually at George, you should make that suggestion to him. <laughs> I will be in a body bag. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And to be fair, Gary Kitchen only designed like only designed the game. He went the concept. He didn't actually program it. Right. Uh, the, um, you know, he, you know, he, you know, he was the, you know, using the term, he was the director. So, um, but yeah, but, but yeah, his, his influence definitely does. His influence definitely definitely does show here because Gary Kitchen's a very talented. Uh, program who's been around for a very long time. Going, uh, um, you know, going back to the Atari 2000 days. So, um, so yeah, uh, very good graphics, uh, like photorealistic graphics. Uh, 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 like in some areas. Uh, like I said, uh, like I said, a pretty good, a, a pretty good light, light simulation game. I do uh, not want to play this game again. You didn't like the simulation part of it. it I just, it's this is the and still. This is an era where it was still weird to have simulation games like this because they just, it, and I get obvious obvious limitations to hardware and and everything back then. But right, simulation yeah. games back then are so weird to go back to because I just it's first of all just like not enough buttons for like everything that you want to do and I don't know it's just it's just weird. Yeah, and the Super NES was actually better than many other consoles. Consoles that were like in a garbage. You actually had like it, because you actually had like eight buttons to work with. It's like the it's like going back to that like weird flight sim on the ColecoVision or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, there's like there's some sim. kind of like flight sim on the ColecoVision, I believe. Or was oh, it the Intellivision? It was one of those. Uh, both systems, both both systems had one. Uh, had one. Intellivision had B17 Bomber. Uh, ColecoVision had a Dam Busters. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they both so had weird. one. But, well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, I think this is uh, the sequel. Of the uh, you know, the sequel to this is a little bit better, I think, in some in some regards. Um, but but you know, this game's still like a pretty good, a pretty good light sim, I think. So, um, uh, then we go back to ports. Uh, a very good port because Konami was involved, and this was the, and this was the time period when Konami could do no wrong. This is a good game. Boy, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> companies change. 
uh, Sunset Riders, um, which is a great, like a great arcade game and a very good Super NES port. Yeah. Uh, you're basically a bounty hunter in the Wild West just going around shooting up a whole bunch of bad guys. What, uh, you know, what's more to say about it? <laughs> uh, bury me with my money. <laughs> uh, you know, great graphics, tough boss fights, uh, like Konami did with their other uh, uh, arcade ports, like uh, uh, the Turtle 4. Uh, very little was changed like in the arcade game, and it's, it's, just much, uh, and it's just as much fun to play on the console like it's in the arcades. Yes. And far better to Genesis, the Genesis version of the game, which got which got neutered in some ways. Unfortunately, I still haven't played that version yet. Don't bother. <laughs> okay, all right. Sunset for Riders. Reason, for, for some reason, for some reason, they made some. For some reason, they made some. They made some major changes here. Changes to to, to, to the port of the game. I, I don't know why. Uh, memory, time, money. Who knows? You heard it from Greg. Sunset Riders. Don't bother. I'm Genesis at least. <laughs> the, the Super NES port still for the the, uh, uh, the the Super NES port of the game still like like still a blast to play today. So you're um, so quick a, to quick to correct me there. Whoa. <laughs> and and, uh, and, uh, and another game covered earlier, uh, Total Carnage. It's also like it's also amazingly it's also an amazing uh, an amazing two player game. Yeah, I still haven't played two-player that yet. I tried with somebody, but <laughs> problems yeah. arose. So, right. Yeah. We so our next pick, we go back to RPGs, which is also um, uh, which is a very popular genre on the Super NES. So of course, you can be hoping to RPGs that we're going to be covering covering this podcast. No. Uh, again, 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 Japanese only. Uh, at least this version of the game is Japanese only. Uh, the Super Famicom versions of Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3, which we got released over here in the West for the, for the NES Dragon Warrior 1, 2, and 3. So, uh, just pretty much what you would expect for a remake. Uh, just like yeah. upgraded graphics and music. I never uh, played the, I never played 2 and 3, so... Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest, I, uh, Dragon has first placed my heart because that was the very first console RPG, so... I think Dragon um, Quest Three is like really interesting because it has that whole system of like yeah how you does. act and everything kind of right. like you know affects your your beginning stats and you can change right. that yep. just by the way you act and then on top of that it can kind of screw you over though but like it's really interesting and I like it and then like I it turns out like when <laughs> when you and I were talking uh, I was like oh I got I got this for some reason. And then you're like, oh, that's weird. I answered the questions and I got this. And you were like more powerful than I was. And I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> so I said, yeah, automatically, so this is a bad game. And uh, no, I'm kidding. But so, yeah, oh, it's so interesting. I got to go back and, and finish those at some point. Dragon Quest 3 is a fun game. Yes. Uh, Dragon yeah. Quest 4 is still my favorite game of the series. I, I have uh, never played that one either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. So the I, next but, one in line I played was like eight and I didn't even get far in it. Uh, eight was very good. Uh, uh, you know, eight was a you know eight was a very good return to the roots fun uh, yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, that was a DS game. Uh, I've not played Dragon Quest Nine yet. I want to because everybody I've talked to who's played it has raved about it. I so. thought Dragon Quest Nine was a DS game. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I, I got a Dragon backwards. Quest yeah. Eight is the, uh, P the, the PS2 PS, game. PS2, yeah, yeah, and which played, was so. re-released on 3DS and oh, it got re-released. Okay, PS4, I, I, I think. I didn't know that. Okay. I yeah, it was re-released on like three. Oh, it might have been 3DS and phones. Uh, Possibly, yeah. My information is wrong right. somewhere. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, so, uh, 
5 and 6 came out in Super NES Japan only. Uh, which yeah. we'll get to eventually, eventually in this podcast, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there are translations. Yep, there, yep, there is. Uh, I played it before in the past. Um, oh, so, okay, cool. Yep. Uh, seven, yeah, seven was PS One. Uh, uh, I think it was PS Two, and then nine was DS, and then ten just came out recently for both like modern systems. So ten? Yeah, I thought it was eleven. No, what? Oh, I I can't remember the yeah the numbering system. Whatever the newest one is. I thought I thought ten was like the online one or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we never got that one in the West. Yep, that was that was online only like Japan. You're right. Eleven's a new one. All right, I think that I, I, so. Uh, I, so I think we got it right, folks. Finally. <laughs> anyway, the point is like. Yeah, wow, that, you want yeah. you want to you want to hear how many releases of Dragon Quest Ten there are? A lot. <laughs> yeah, there's one on the Wii, the Wii U. There's one on Windows, yeah. Android, iOS, 3DS, and then they remade it. For, <laughs> then they made a version two for Wii, Wii U, and Windows version three and version four. Which was released on the PS4 and the Switch. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I am so jealous of, of the Japanese people. They always yep. get the good games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Dragon Quest XI, I've heard amazing things about, so I would have, uh, as you want to play the game eventually. I so. want to, yeah, I want to play yeah. it too. So, but yeah, I've always been a huge fan of the series, and uh, the series and going back to the roots like this was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, the Super Mario versions of the game are, games are very impressive. Uh, one of the biggest changes 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 the games, and something I really love is that they is that they minimized they cut down the uh, they cut down the amount of grinding you have to do in these games big time because they simply doubled the amount of experience and gold and gold that each enemy gives you. Right. So so like so like so you can go through Dragon Quest one for example like a single day uh, because uh, like was that. So, yeah, they remade it on like phones and whatnot. Yep. So yeah, I have yeah, that was, on my phone. There was an earlier. Yeah. There was. Yeah. Yeah. There was also an earlier. There was also earlier. There was also like an earlier Game Boy Color port support these games too. I have the Dragon Quest one and two, right? But these, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But these versions of the games have they have differences. They added in more things to the game that to, to the game that were present in the later games of the series, like Meadows, for example. Right. So and Seeds. So, uh, yeah, very good ports. So, um, so, and and those changes and those, and those changes really help. Those changes really help give the games a more a more modern isk facelift to make them to make them more enjoyable, 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 enjoyable in today's environments. I mean, there's still classic. I mean, there's still classic grinding RPGs, but you know, they're certainly they're certainly improved in that sense at least. So. Yeah, very good ports, and uh, and yeah, these also have been fully translated uh, uh, for us Western to Western players also. Yep. You've you've even had the option uh, you you've had the option at least for Dragon Quest One of, of playing it either uh, in its original old English, like the NES version of the game, uh. was, or in its more properly translated modern, like modern, like to modern English. I don't so. know why they decided to do that back then. It's not the only game it's not the only game that has decided to do that. It's just like, hey, just, well, just instead of localizing it like this, why don't you just put it in actual English? It just uh I think I yeah, I think I talked about this in the, uh, yeah, I think I, I think I, I think I talked about this in the podcast originally, but Dragon Quest was a very very anime uh, animation in Japan, so and anime was not was not huge over here yet, so they so Nintendo made um, Nintendo published the game over here in the West. They they made a decision to try to make it a more I know Nintendo back European, then ruined everything for everyone. I, they, I know. 
so they want to make it a more European style medieval uh, 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 medieval medieval inspired game. So they change the text and the graphics and whatnot. It's to so match that. annoying, it really is. The box cover though, this game is amazing. I've, I've always loved the box cover Dragon Warrior. Uh, very, very I don't cool. remember what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yep. Uh, Humble origins of a series still going strong today. So, uh, yeah, yeah. In this much fun Square Enix world. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> another next up. Next up in the list is like another PC port. Uh, I think this one actually came over to the system very, very well. Uh, Lemmings. Yeah. Uh, very popular computer game, still very popular today. Lemmings is still around. Uh, created by DMA Designs. Now it's still around. Games. They're making new ones. Uh, well, the franchise, the franchise is semi in hibernation, but the, the the last game came out like several years ago. So I think it was like phones and PS and PS2. Uh, like out of games. Weird. So. Okay. I'm trying to remember, huh. um, but yeah, uh, uh, Ferg, Ferg jokes in this podcast often that he crams for the, his podcast like a test, and that and that and six months later he doesn't remember anything about it. Some of that's happened to me. So, <laughs> I I mean, for me, it's just like once the podcast's done, you know. Hey, remember that episode about Rival Turp? What? What do you? What's that? What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I can't even remember what our last episode was. It was probably Mario Paint or something, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Lemmings. Uh, Lemmings is a very interesting mix of a puzzle, a puzzle uh, platforming and RTS elements. Well, where's uh, the platforming come into play? Well, you're trying to you're trying to navigate your guys across like across various platforms and then like do like special uh, timed. You know, timed actions, the right, the uh, the right power at the right time, for example. Does that count so, as a? Pl- I thought I thought platformers had to be like you're controlling a character and you gotta jump on well platforms. Well, and... you are controlling a character. Did you choice that? Uh, you're not controlling them. You're telling them what to do. <sighs> I I I I guess like uh, I guess you can make the argument that oh you are still con- you are uh, I should say directly controlling them. Right, you're, n- yeah. you're not directly controlling them. You're That's telling fair, them what yes, to yeah. do. Right. I don't yeah. know. It definitely is some some sort of like RTS though, uh, uh, real time strategy, yeah, uh, esque. Because especially later on in the game, for some of those puzzles, you have to be a split second timing. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm very bad. To... I'm very bad at this game. Yeah. It, yeah. They just keep uh, going, and it's like, no, no, stop, <laughs> stop walking off the side. No, stop. And next thing you know, there's there's one guy left, and he's. He's the guy that you finally picked to to tell everyone to stop, but he was the last one, so he's the one standing there, like, "Hey, where where is everyone? Where'd everyone go?" It's a very tough game, but yeah, uh, it is. It's it's not for me. uh, I I like games that let me take my time or hmm. you know let me pause it and do what I need to do or whatever. Well, you can't pause the game anytime you want to look around at least. So yeah, but you can't like. You can't like pause the game and then give an order, right? No, I don't you remember you could. Yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't like that. No. Yeah, um, it's a good game. It's just I, I'm very bad at it. Yeah, it's very cute. Like you know, the characters do all kinds of like you know cutesy things, and like the sound effects are very cute. Yeah. So, like you know, uh, like you know, like like you know, there's like one bit where if you set the guy to blow up, to, to, to blow up. Uh, 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 um, you know, counter will start from five to one, and uh, yeah, the counter, you know, the counter hits, you know, the counter, hit, you know, the counter hit, hits zero. He'll, he'll actually say, like, "Oh no!" Like blow up. Uh, 
and pieces of him and pieces 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 of him go go like go flying all over the place. That's what happens when I get angry. A timer just <laughs> appears above my head, and then I just blow into pieces. <laughs> right. So. Yep. Yeah. Super, yeah. Yeah. Super Nintendo version of this game is very very good. It's a very good port. So. Yeah. Um. You know, just as much fun playing it here with the, you know, like on the. You know, like on the PC, I think. It's so. a shame that the, um, I think this came out like right before the mouse or whatever. It'd be nice to have support yeah. for the mouse. I think this, the, yeah. the sequel definitely got mouse support. The sequel, though. yes, the sequel has yeah. mouse support. Yeah. I remember so. uh, we talked about that. Right. So, uh, after that was a special, was there a special two part draft episode? Where we, My favorite uh, part about this is you named the first one part one and then you named the second one part B. That's my favorite I... part about this. I, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, by the time I realized it, I'm like, I'm like, oh, screw it. Um, whatever. I bet you a lot of people didn't notice, but like when I looked at this list, I was like, wait, there's a part one and a part B. Well, when you look at them, <laughs> when you look at them in a list like that, yes, it stands out. Like it, it, it stands, stands out very easily. But sure, yeah. but, 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 but hopefully most people like didn't know that <laughs> uh, because they simply just just grabbed it from their like podcast that's or what, programmer that's or right, whatever. That's so. um, Very recently, I released a Master System masterpieces, and I actually misspelled something, and I didn't oh, realize until spelling, like a day later. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is also mis- <laughs> Oh yeah, this is also too. Did oh, you didn't see that? Uh. I don't see a I don't see a misspelling. I see that for some reason one of these episodes, uh, uh, super is is not capitalized. Uh, look at and the it's look, lacking consistency. Look at the full title for part B. Uh oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see that pod asked. I made yeah. I must have been really tired posting. This Maybe I made. I made three mistakes like in that title alone. So <laughs> yes, you uh, did actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh uh, boy. But anyway, yes. Um. Uh, yeah, that was yeah yeah that was a lot of fun. Uh, we had oh wait, I just I just because <laughs> the first one you put SNES and then the second one you put Super NES. Right. <laughs> and it, and then podcast misspelled number two. Oh and, yeah, and then of course part B. Oh boy. Right. So yeah, yeah. Like like I said, like like I said, that must have like said, the, that must have been a good night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, enough about uh, making uh, enough about uh, enough of pointing out like my errors. Um, no, that's my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so after that, we had a so after that uh, we had another guest. Uh, um, uh, guest episode. Uh, we were joined by Shinto from the Jaguar Game by Game podcast to talk about one of his uh, favorite childhood games, uh, Clay Fighter. Um, very, very interesting, very interesting fighter game. Um, I'd say it it's has... oh, kind of all right. It's not the best thing out there. Uh, it's fun. Uh, I think the thing... best part of it is like everything but playing the game. To be honest, like looking at everything and hearing the music oh, yeah, the and seeing the backgrounds yeah, right. and. Yep. The character, the character stuff was really good. That was the best part. Yep. But like playing, it was like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The music, not only the music, the voice work in this game is also like very impressive. Also, so yeah, yeah, it's um, pretty cool. But yeah, the the tournament, the tournament version of this game is much better. I think like you and I like both agreed upon that. Yes, yes, we played that together, yep. and yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, very, very interesting game. Um... That is, I also think we can agree that this game is much better than, uh, like, much better, better, 
uh, much better than its attempted uh, N64 uh, sequel many, many years later. Which is very expensive because it was an exclusive game. I think it was. A, I think the tournament. Of, I think the tournament version of that was exclusive. I think the regular version sold in stores. Uh, the sculptor's cut is the. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yep yeah. Well, I so, know. But yeah. yeah it's so, so weird. Like still to this day, I'll I'll buy stuff, and some some of the games will be like will either have like a label on it, um, saying blockbuster, or the case will have blockbuster labeling on it. It's just the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. It's like it's and it's also one of those things where like were you one of those people who stole from the store when you were working there and now you're selling this like years later <laughs> or did you or did you buy this in like a fire sale because Blockbuster was going out because there uh, are those people who stole from the store when I'm they were sure, working yes. there. Yeah, yeah. There was a uh, there was a there was a uh, I'm know, looking at you about- Jimmy. <laughs> I, I've talked about this before in the past. Uh, the, 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 in the past, the, the past, like how lucky I was a kid because my mom managed the video store, so I got to, yeah. I got to play a whole bunch of uh, new NES games when they came out. But, 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 but obviously, but obviously, she didn't have everything. So there was another, so there was another video store in town. In town, they also like rented. Uh, that, that was the, uh, they also like rented games from. Um, and I was a senior in high school in '94. When they went out of business and they put their whole NES and Super NES Genesis library up for sale for like pennies a dollar, and by the time I found out about it, it was too late, and I so wish I'd been able to to get there, um, you know, during the first couple of days of the sale. That would have been would've, amazing. I would have cleaned them out. <laughs> My favorite thing is like when you go to stores that you don't expect, like, like oh, this is a, I don't want to say like thrift store, but like oh, like this is like a library or whatever, or this is this, and you go in there and it's like. Oh wow! I just like found a game that I was really looking for, or like I found a game that's like kind of hard to find. Right. Like yep, that's yep, that's yeah. the best thing ever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. So Clay Fighter, so decent fighting game. Uh, you know, like very interesting. Uh, very important game for its time. Um, kind of holds up today, I think. Um, no. So uh, like most games. I don't know about the playing part holding up. It's kind of just a, a, the the playing part is like a kind of like mediocre kind of. Well, most fighting games, I think it's better with two players. So. Well, but, well yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, any multiplayer uh, game is better with multiple players. Speaking about yeah, speaking about yeah, speaking about two player games, George, you and I certainly had a lot of fun playing this one. Oh, it's not even just a two player game. It's up to yeah. Uh, yeah. four players. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Uh, we obviously didn't get to try that part, but... Are you telling uh, me you didn't clone yourself? <laughs> yeah, I wish. That'd be, like, so handy. I'd have, like, this person go to work, this person, like, shop, this person, like, play games. Yeah, but... until they all gang up on you and beat you <laughs> up because, hey, why why, why do I have to keep going to work? <laughs> you know, one of them, at least one of them's going to get so disgruntled, they're just going to beat you up. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, pieces another another Japanese only game, but uh, but it's a very little text on this game. Not so Japanese plays... only. Oh, that's right, it's not. I'm sorry, I was thinking. Yeah, it, it came out over reason. here. Yeah, I think. They, yeah, I'm not sure why I was thinking it was a, 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 a Japanese only. Uh, maybe because it's kind of like. Ra- uh, well, well, what is rare over here? Um, the prices, the prices are pretty high, but um, and this is a game that George is. Just, George, since you do seem to have a uh, fetish for it, that is worth the mouse. Whoa! You can watch watch out for that. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I didn't even play with the mouse. I just played with the controller. It worked fine. Yeah, it worked fine. Like the, uh, like I found the controller. Uh, very unique game. Very interesting. Is that where the um is that from the you know is that was that where I quite like it uh um uh on on consoles until recently. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then been... like there was there was like a spiritual sequel or whatever by the same people, but like yes, in the PlayStation. You're right. Yeah, I played that yeah. recently, and that is a multiplayer only game. Really? Yeah, there is no AI or anything. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to look at that at some point, like in our other podcast. Yeah, no, it's a it's a cool game. So, um. Back to ports again. I didn't realize just how many ports Super Money has had. <gasps> it, uh, it had a lot. <laughs> uh, this was a Patreon pick, uh, Earthworm Jim, uh, which is a game I had not played on the PC, but I had, but I had played a little bit on the Super Money House. Um, it's a pretty good, uh, as far as ports go, it's pretty good. I thought that, uh, I mean, I thought they did a very good job of putting the game over. Um, this is a, this is a, a platform game, which is very well known for its uh, whimsical, whimsical gameplay. It's how the top humor, its graphics, music, that kind of stuff. So, uh, for you know, very cute, but a very challenging game. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, it is better than Earthworm Jim 3D. Is <laughs> what I can say. Yeah, I think Earthworm Jim 2 is a little bit better than this game is, but, you know, most sequels, well, a lot of sequels are. I've heard so. a lot of people say the opposite. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe, maybe it's just, maybe it's just the people that I listen to, but I've heard oh. a bunch of people say. Right. This, uh, yep. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good uh, console port. I mean, this is a very good uh, platformer game. I think that still holds up pretty well today. Not so. my type of game, but it definitely has a nice presence. Sure. Yep. Yeah. And the humor is very good in the game, too. It's very funny. Yes. <laughs> the cow, and then it comes back at the end. And... Right. <laughs> All right. Well, after Greg's cell phone call, I don't remember <laughs> what I was talking about. So, Earthworm Jim, it's yeah. a game, and uh, it's got a nice presence, but it's not for me. Yes. You d- you did say that, so recover either way. There you go. <laughs> um yeah, so back to RPGs again. Um this is a this is an interesting this is a very interesting game. Uh Robotrek. Yeah. Uh, uh developed by Quintet, which is my uh, Quintet, which is a company that made one of my all time favorite games, uh uh like about time, uh like Actorizer. Um it's a very interesting game. Uh, it didn't get much attention, attention over here, probably because that Enix did a very poor job marketing it. Uh, I noticed the fact that this game in Japan was designed as more of a kid's game. Uh, which it's... I can see why, but it's also kind of challenging, too, to parts. So, I mean, it's not like... It's not kitty. It's more like... This is pretty censored in the North American version, though. It like is, the, yes. The, yep, yep, the yep. um... Uh, what do you call it? The the dialogue and everything was was changed quite a bit to my understanding. Yeah, um, but the gameplay's still fun. Uh, uh, yeah, the the title in Japan was oh, uh, what was it again? Something it was like, really weird. Yeah, no, it was something like goofy or whatever. It was like uh oh, geez, I knew this too, and I can't remember the name. It's it's something. Go on, I'll figure right. it out. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, uh, it has um, 
Uh, it's slapstick. It, that's what it was. Yeah. They, yep. That's what it is. Slapstick. So yeah. Which kinda... like was very fitting for the game, but then like right, yep, since yeah. they There's changed of... everything, they yeah. also like also this is one of those examples of like the box art changing, where like the box art for this game is not even uh, not even very not even fitting at all. Really, it's just like uh, just uh, some kind of spaceship in in well, space. It makes well, no you sense. Well, you did go to Space Station the last stage of the game, so, I mean, that's where the final area is. Yeah, but that's, that's like, well, that's like taking the last stage of any game and putting it as the boxer, and it's like, wait, what is this, what is this supposed to mean? <laughs> you know? Uh, I don't know. It just, it just, it, that is not a very good reason as to why they made that the boxer. There was a section, uh, um, you know, there was a section, the section that the Richard Fuhrer podcast used to do uh, several years ago, which is called, like, you I mean, what they called, uh, like they made fun of, like box art, box oh, art. Yeah. Like, you call that, but, but I yeah, like you call that art, like what it was called. So yeah, and I'm sure, I don't know, this game made that list, but I know that, but I know that Rebel Turf did. Um, yeah, so, yeah. But and yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, Robot Trek. Uh, anybody who enjoys RPGs definitely needs to check this out because it's a very, because a very. I might go, yeah, I might go so far as to say a hidden gem on the on the system because. Um, it's actually a very, like, a very good game. Yeah, it is a very good game. I mean, I wouldn't put it in a top ten list or anything, but it's uh, no, I mean, no, but it's, very, but it's like, still yeah. very good. Right. Yep. Yeah. No, so. it's 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 pretty cool. Right. Yeah, it's, it's so. very interesting how the um, all the stats and everything work. You know, you you level up. Right. Um. But um, your robots don't. What happens when you level up? You. It's a, you're able to put in more stats into the robots, but then on top of that, you can create new weapons or find weapons and upgrade them. And yeah, there's definitely some Pokemon. Like yeah, there's definitely some Pokemon elements. Yeah, there's like so many different play styles for this yeah. game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and the music. Yeah, the music's very good too. It's a very good soundtrack, uh, as you would expect from, from uh, yeah. like a quintet. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, fun game. Uh, speaking about great music, uh, th- that. That may be the thing that you like the most about this game, George. <laughs> I this is probably my least favorite game on here. Ooh, ouch! Yeah, actually, I, I actually like this like, quite a bit. But then, of course, I like platformers. Uh, platformers uh, a lot more than you do. So uh, uh, a lot more is an understatement. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Indiana Jones: Greatest Adventures, which is uh, which was developed by Factor Five, who'd go on to make the Star Wars Rogue Squadron games. Uh, and use this curious enough the same engine, uh, the same engine as the same engine as Super Star Wars games, even though Super Star Wars was designed by a different company. So, um, yeah, this is loosely based off the three, the, uh, uh, the first three like Indiana Jones movies, which George had never seen before playing this game. So, yeah, so then I watched all of them, and it's like, yeah. it's like, how, how'd you get through life without seeing some of the best movies of all times? Beyond me, but I don't uh, know, Greg. List off a bunch <laughs> of movies you haven't seen, and then I'll say the same thing. <laughs> well, it's not just me who holds that's like kind of that's regards, that's but... kind of like saying what you didn't watch like WrestleMania like ten like what what are you doing, Greg? You didn't watch <laughs> WrestleMania fifteen like what are you doing? WrestleMania two thousand? <laughs> it was the year two thousand, Greg. Did you not watch WrestleMania two thousand? What are you doing with like, yourself? I think the last WrestleMania I saw parts of parts of was WrestleMania seven, uh, which was the one that Alex Trebek helped to co-host. So. <laughs> It was interesting. Is that yeah. why you watched it? 
Uh, no, I didn't even know. <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even know it was him until the, uh, like years later. Oh, weird. Uh, but yeah, it was it was weird. Anyway, you tell me you didn't watch WCW's Bash at the Beach. Are you telling me that, Greg? <laughs> yes, I'm saying that. But... Well, how dare you? <laughs> uh, tell me I, you didn't I... watch ECW's Barely Legal. Well, that sounds that that sounds good. <laughs> Uh, I forget if I forget if it was good. I mean, EC, ECW is kind of good in a sense of right. it is hardcore trash, but like, yeah, I like it. I don't know. For the record, for like the record, I have given George the chance to cover other wrestling games, wrestling games of this podcast. He's chosen to he's chosen to decline that honor. So yeah, I mean, like it's it's always like, hey, what do you want to play? And I don't know. I just <laughs> what does it matter? Like I don't I don't have to choose them. So like, right? You yeah. know, there you go. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, this is a this is a uh, this is a platformer game that plays very similar to Super Star Wars, and like Super Star Wars is also a very difficult game. Um, but you know, but yeah, the, but yeah, the music, the, uh, the uh, but yeah, the music, the music very good. The graphics, the, the graphics are very impressive. Uh, it, it handles very well, I thought. Uh, the controls are very smooth, which is very critical for a platformer game. Um, yeah, whether or not you yeah whether or not you enjoy it, I guess I guess it depends upon your tolerance for difficulty for difficulty platforming games. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, like uh, it's uh, um, you know, games games based off movies can turn out very very badly. Uh, this could have been a lot worse. <laughs> uh, so I will say that. But yeah, I, but but yeah, so this was a fun game to me. I like this one a lot. So like very good effort. So uh, I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy it as much. But yeah, mm. you know, different tastes and everything. But mm. speaking about different tastes, we're now coming up to what is my favorite game we covered this year because if I'm yeah, cover this year because it's one of my favorite games of all time. Speaking uh, of taste, is that is that salt? Oh, it's sea salt. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, we, yeah, we uh, we double dipped in this episode and covered New Horizons and its sequel, Uncharted Waters. Uh, Uncharted Waters we had covered. Well, I covered as a solo episode way back when we decided, uh, it, you know, to revisit the to revisit to revisit the game again to give it a more proper treatment. So, and yeah, yeah. Uncharted Waters, I love that game. It's probably uh, I, I might go um, yeah, I might go, I might go so as far as say Uncharted Waters, uh, Uncharted Waters like is my list of like top ten favorite games of all time. That you know, first I, I, game is so rough to play, and then New yeah, Horizons New, was like a breath of fresh air. Where it's just like. Whoa, okay, they actually made it for this platform now instead of just, like, I think porting mean, it. Yeah, 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 I think you mean Uncharted Waters. Uh, that's a secret. Uh, whatever it is. Right. Well, so. yeah, well, no, I said the first game and the second, whatever. I okay, yeah. Right. You know what I mean. <laughs> yes, I do, yeah, so. But actually, both games, both games did come out on a PC first. Uh, uh, um, you know, because Koi did that for a long time. Uh, their uh, their games were Japanese computer games first, and then they go finally they ported over to consoles in the West. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The sequel, yeah, the sequel, New Horizons is definitely like a, uh, uh, I, 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 I definitely is definitely a much better game. It's it's a very unique, very challenging, very very uh, blended game with a whole bunch of genres. It's really it's really impossible to pigeonhole and uh, pigeonhole the game in one kind of genre because you've got adventure RPG. Sailing, tactical, duels, card games, trading, exploring, resource management. I could go on. So there's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, very good soundtrack. Very uh, soundtrack of the game also. Like very underrated. Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anybody enjoys like any kind of RPG-ish 
light simulation, light exploring, open world games. Definitely need to check these out. Well, at least, well, at least like new, well, at least new horizons. Uncharted Waters, I agree. Is it? Uh, that game's a bit rough by today's standards. So, uh, but yeah, fun games. Uh, uh, I've always enjoyed these. Uh, I've always enjoyed these, you know, like a lot. Another, another series, another series. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that is not done as well here in the West. But I still need to check out the new. Uh, yeah, I still need. Yeah, I, I still need. Yeah, I, I still need to check out the the new Horizons. Uh, like MMO, like the RPG too. You never got around to it. I think I still have that downloaded somewhere. <laughs> but just like yeah. the Bounty Hounds MMO that I never yep. played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, some people won't understand what I'm talking about. Right, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, <laughs> bonus coverage for those who do. Yeah, there you go. You, you get brownies for that one. I don't know. So after that, we had the idea of cashing in, uh, 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 of cashing in, of cashing in the huge popularity wave going on going on in that time period for Spider-Man, uh, because of the new movie and also because of the new uh, PS4 game, uh, where we looked at. What people consider to be probably the best Spider-Man game on the system, uh, Spider-Man and Venom and Maximum Carnage, uh, which is a which is which inspired off the comic book story of like the same name, uh, which is a very comic book, you know, which is a very good story and, a, and it's a very good game. Yeah, uh, you can play so you know you play the Spider-Man or Venom. They they handle they handle. And why would you not play as Venom? Venom's fun to play. I play as. Yep. So. There is a new Venom game in the works too, from what I understand. So that should be like pretty good. Is there? Hmm. Yeah. So. I know. I know. In um, what was it? Ultimate Spider-Man? There are parts where you have to oh, play yeah, as Venom. Oh yeah, he was great. Yeah, yeah that's pretty great cool. Game, yeah, it's but... pretty cool. I did not get far on that game though. Mm. No, mm. yeah, this game here, Maximum Carnage. This is a yeah. This is a very fun. This is a very fun beat 'em up game. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, right about the right challenge of difficulty, I'd say. Not too easy. Not too hard. So. Um, yeah, like, you know, good graphics, definitely like a fun game. Uh, I, I really love the comic book, pre- yeah, yeah, they also use a very cool comic book style, uh, presentation, like, between, uh, chapters to tell the story. It's, it, yeah, you know, it, all, really it all looks like a comic book, which is yeah. very nice, a very nice touch. Kind of reminds me a little bit about a, um, a Comic Zone, which never came out in Super NES, but... Oh, the uh, game is so ridiculously hard. Yes, but it looks... Yes, that's true, but it's, yeah, but it's so gorgeous. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a cool game, but it's still way too difficult. It is. I'll agree with you on that. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, speaking about Koai and uh, Koai imports, uh, we have since we, we now come to another Koai game, uh, like Nido, Way of the Ninja, which is another pretty unique, pretty obscure RPG. I'd say uh, it's not. It's not a pure RPG. There are, uh, there are some, there are some, there are some tragedy battles, battles in this game, like all the, like all, uh, all of the Nobunaga's Ambition series. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a very fun game. We get to play as a ninja and get to do ninja stuff. So. It's crazy because um, somewhat recently, Ko, uh, uh, Koei Tecmo uh, has a. I don't, know, I don't know if it's official. It's like an unofficial Discord, but there's actually like somebody for uh pr whatever who's running it and um th- we were talking and just so happened that i brought this game up for some reason and it was crazy like how many people actually knew what i was talking about in that <laughs> discord so there must be a lot of people right. who have been following since around the beginning which is awesome 
But yeah, uh, this is a very yeah you know this is a very difficult RPG. I would uh, you know I wouldn't recommend it for beginners. But uh, anybody who's not played this and definitely do, uh, 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 who enjoys either co-op games or RPGs definitely should check this out. Uh, it's certainly a hidden gem in the system, I think. Yeah, it's uh, I gotta go back to that at some point and try to finish it. Yeah, at least try to get to the end and see what happens. I probably wouldn't be able to get to Nobunaga, but who knows. Yep, matter yeah. time. A lot of grinding in that game, jeez. Yeah, there's, yes, yeah. there's a lot of grinding. In this I finally game, got a second party so. member, so that's all good. Right. Yeah. So after this, we go back into the very uh, whimsical, comical, very graphically impressive game. Another Patreon pick, uh, Uniracers, uh, also by DMA Designs. Uh, the same time they brought you Lemmings. So. Uh, this is a very interesting, weird game where you control unicycle to try to do ra- uh, and you do races against other unicycles or ra- uh, cycles and perform stunts. Uh, the game was so good, as a matter of fact, Pixar sued them because they thought that their unicycle kind of ripped off their own unicycle uh, in one of their uh, one of their shorts too uh, too much. So. Uh. <laughs> Uh, you hey, so... your website has the color blue on it. I'm going to try to trademark that and and sue you for it. Ugh. What do you remember about this game, George? Uh, I'm not it, very uh, good at it. I, uh, it's tough. Yep, it's it's, it's, it's a hard not game. tough. I'm just not very good at it. Um, uh, I I probably would like this much more if I was good at it, but uh, I have to enjoy it from a distance because I I am terrible at it. Um, right. It's very nice though. It has a very nice presentation. It has, oh, it has yeah. a very creative idea. Yep. Um, Graphics are very, gorgeous. Yeah, so. very different from uh, a lot of games of that era. You know, like it, right. It, yeah. It's uh, it's an awesome thought. Like it's great when somebody comes up with something new and it also works. Right. Because um, yep, there's exactly. a lot of games that try new things, but like they don't usually work, which is a shame. And and right. and now that is a problem with the times where nobody's really trying anything new and everything's <laughs> about the same, isn't it? Um, but yeah, this game is is nice and colorful and it it's it has an interesting idea of of apparently um, um, not synthetic. All all I would I would argue all uh, unicycles are synthetic. Um, <laughs> but uh, I hope they are. <laughs> what is the word I am looking for, Greg? Um. It means that they're alive. What is that word? Oh, like animated. Uh, I'm. That's not the word I was looking for, but yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the uh, unicycles that are alive, essentially, and they are racing themselves, or yeah. they're racing against others, but they're using themselves right. to race yep. against uh, their opponent. It's very interesting, and all the st- uh, on top of that, you get boost. Uh, you you speed yep. up from doing tricks and whatnot that's really cool um that's that's definitely that's definitely a mechanic that has been brought over to other racing-esque games where um you know like either some kind of motocross or uh atv or you know whatever you you could do tricks and get some boost or nitro or whatever stuff like that and actually is you know still still kind of a thing today where you do stuff like that to get um, some kind of boost. So it's it's really interesting um, how a game like this, not a lot of people think about it now, but apparently maybe it sparked something in other games. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, perhaps. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, this is a very you know, this is a very unique game. I can't think of any other game. I, I know the other games where you can actually we actually get to like control like a racer, Uniracer. So, mm-hmm. um, so well, sorry, like unicycle. But uh, well, I mean, I don't uh, know other games where you could control Uniracers either. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a very yeah yeah it's a very different take. A different take on the racing game formula. So, but um, yeah, fun game I think. So, yeah. speaking about different takes, you know, different takes on the formulas. Uh, George, uh, this is a this, um, uh, this one's one I'm thinking about when it's a Japanese only earlier. This is a Japanese only game. Yeah. Uh, Tetris Battle Gaiden, where they tried to do some new aspects and some new uh, like some new ideas to Tetris formula. And I think the most part they succeeded. This is a very fun game. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh pretty good. Definitely made for uh, like parties or whatever, or at least oh yeah, uh, playing against another person. Um, I mean, I mean there there is like yeah. a some sort of like story arcade right. mode or whatever that you can go yep. through. But this is it is very obvious that this is made to play with multiple people and not against the the AI. Yeah, the one player mode in this game is fine. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. Very, very it kind of teaches you how to play the game in a sense, right. I guess. I don't know what they're saying. It's all in Japanese. So. Yes. Yeah. And, and there's no reason to translate it because it, uh, it's basically all just flavor text. Right. You can figure out what you're doing. There is no, yeah, there is no patch for this game as far as I'm aware of. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense to right. make one. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. The only uh, game we're covering in this episode. Like 95% of the options in the options menu are in English anyway. So. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you can muddle through things. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, as an yeah, so as the name suggests, this is a game where you're battling against the other player, where you can where you can not only so not only can do power ups to cause good things to happen to you, you can also use power ups to power ups to cause bad things to happen to your opponents. Um, and it's a very nasty things you can do to them too. Also, some of the effects, some of the power ups. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. So three different, so three and three and three can three different game modes to, uh, also, which also uh, uh, which also offer offer a variety and challenge. Um, so yeah, yeah, very. Um, I I knew I knew I knew nothing I, I knew nothing about this game before you brought it up. So it's so this is a very fun Tetris game. Uh, you know you know as I said before, people people a lot, a lot of people online who don't seem to who don't like Tetris all that much really seem to love this game. So because of how different it is now, I'm change up the Tetris formula. So um, I guess that's your I guess that's your uh, final like final evidence you need for whether uh to, to like how good this game is. Yeah, I guess so. But and finally, our last game of the year, last but not least, another port. Um, this is yeah. Uh, 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 I actually played this version, this version of the game first on Super NES. So, uh, so I have a lot of nostalgia. And uh, uh, me like this game. Uh, the port of a very popular PC. Uh, uh, well, actually, originally, originally Mika game. Uh, out of this world. Mika's PC. Awesome. Well, some kind of PC. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you know, nowadays, nowadays PC is PC, but back then PC meant an actual PC compatible uh, computer. Yeah, but like PC also stands for personal computer, and I would argue that Amiga is a computer. I don't know. I bet you there's a bunch of people yelling at me right now. (laughs) That's how you, yeah, yeah, that's how you differentiate the lines. Uh, the different lines because they weren't compatible with one another. You had the, you 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 had the PC line, the Amiga line, the the the, the Atari line, the Apple line, uh, so on and so on. But anyway, so yeah, um, out of this world, also known as another world in Europe. Uh, this is a very, 
uh, interesting take on adventure game because it has be, uh, 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 because it uses because it uses rotoscope graphics, a lot of the Prince of Persia games, uh, and pretty much is open ended as far as the uh, open as far as the story goes. The game tells you very little story, very little hints, kind of kind of kind of kind of kicks you out this kicks you out this like cold airing world of like, okay, go okay, okay, go get killed twenty times. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's a very fun adventure game, I think. It still holds up pretty well today, I think. Uh, I do want to check out the remake. The, uh, remake, the 20th anniversary remake came out recently, which was, like, very, very good, so... Uh, but I think this version of the game is still pretty, uh, uh, like, still pretty good. And it was a very difficult game to program, also. The programmers certainly had a lot of challenges to overcome to, to, to do this, probably because of how cheap and, um, you'll probably because of how cheap the, uh, cheap the, you know, cheap the interplay was. So, uh, it's a damn... It's a very good. It's a very good programming effort for for, uh, for of all things considered. It, 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 uh, it plays it plays very very well. I think. Yes. So, uh, I know George struggled. Uh, uh, George, uh, George, I know that I know uh, George. I know that you did did not history with this game that I that I did. So I uh, uh, so know you struggled at it some, but you had some fun with this game though, right? It's just some some things were just I don't know. It's just like asking for too much because like. There were there were sections where you had to do five, five things, but you had to do them like in quick succession. But like yes. also the controller yep. or not the controller, the character controls, like kind of loose in a way, and yeah, also like that. I'm also not very good at being fast and like on the spot. So like that's that's definitely partly my fault. But I mean this is a very interesting game, and I right. I did watch a video to to the end, and it's it's. It's so short, but like the reason why it takes you forever to play because you got to figure out where to go and what to do, and then also you got to like be able to do it. So you're gonna definitely die at least a few times, but definitely more than that. <laughs> you know, so it's it's an interesting game. I would like to see some kind of actual like official sequel and like you know something oh, yeah, that's much sure. longer yep, yep. and something like that. But I I. I guess it's an impossible thing to ask for nowadays. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, like a lot of people got inspired by this game. Like Jima, for example, has put it up there as one of like you know favorite games. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, like, like a lot of people. A lot of people. Oh yeah, Kojima of, made games yeah. very similar to Out of This World. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was inspired by it. So, but, <laughs> I um, know. I know what you said. I mean, like you know, yeah, because like you know, I can definitely. You know, I can definitely see some of the connections because he, he loves to tell he loves to tell story in the gameplay, not just the, uh, in the gameplay. In the gameplay, I mean, obviously his, his games have a lot of heavy, heavy story elements, but a lot of stories also told in the gameplay itself. And this game, in this game of this world, is entirely story-based gameplay. So I think he probably got that from this game. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, very good. Yeah, very good port, uh, a of a classic game, and there's not really too many adventure games like this uh, on the system, so it's definitely very, like, uh, as if, uh, as if, uh, like, very, uh, they're very unique. Um, yeah, uh, good game. Yeah. So. Anyway, that wraps up our games that we covered 2018. Uh, George, I think you mentioned that probably your favorite game from this year was Front Mission, Gun Hazard? Yeah, yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it probably okay. is. Yep. I think it is. Yeah. That really surprised me, like how um, you know how much fun the game was, because I really didn't know what to expect going into it. And it's a very, very good game. Yeah, no, I, like I said, if it came out, if if all the front mission games up until this game came to 
uh, the west. This would probably be the most popular one in this in, over here. Hmm. Because it's so action-y, but it's still enough of an RPG, and it's still front mission enough, you know? So, I don't know. This is a really cool game. Right. Yep. Yeah, yep, that's, that's enough, why sometimes so. looking at Japanese games, it's like, holy crap, these games are so much better. <laughs> you know? It's just, right. it's really weird, because, like, there are so many Japanese games that we didn't get for some a lot of them obvious reasons. Um, and you look at, I don't know if it's just me, but, like, you look at them, and a lot of them look much better than a lot of games that we did get over here. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's the yeah, art style, or the what it's based off of, or what, but there's a lot of games that we have not gotten over here that you look at, it's like, wow, this looks really good, actually. Yeah. 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 You can certainly argue that. Yeah. So, but... So anyway, uh, that wraps up this special episode. Uh, we thank you. Uh, we thank you very much for listening to uh, listen to us, and we hope to have your support again in 2019 uh, as well. We have we already have some episodes planned out to plan out for next year, and it should be like a you know a very good year for, uh, of coverage. So uh, we this is our, as I mentioned, this is our last episode of the year. Uh, we will return uh, in January, uh, early January with our like, like, like our next regular episode. And what game we're covering for that few uh, episode again, George? Fire Striker. Yes, I, I still have not played it yet. <laughs> That's all right. I haven't either. Right. So I I don't know. So as I said before, I know nothing about this game. This be it's a cool game. Be interesting. So, but so as always, uh, we appreciate your support. We are a proud member of both the Throwback Network Virtual Junkies. We can find out which other great virtual themed gaming podcasts and non gaming podcasts for that matter. Um, you can send us uh, an email if you want to at the SNES Podcast Yahoo.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, where we have uh, uh, a presence, and you can also like like the page and give us questions, suggestions, comments, games you want to have us cover, that kind of stuff. Uh, we are available on iTunes, where we play reviews, very much appreciate it. Uh, George, where can listeners contact you if they like they wish to? Uh, I guess Twitter, if you're interested, uh, be at Mr. Chief at M I S T U R C H E F, and yeah, that's about it. Cool. All right. So, thank you again for podcasting with me again this year, George. Appreciate it very much. You're not going to bring up uh, the other thing that we have? Oh, our other podcast. That's uh, not the other thing I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I might as well, well, I might as well mention it. George and I also do another podcast together, the PlayStation, the PlayStation Power Podcast, where we cover PS1, PS2, and now PSP games. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I don't remember what the other thing is, George. The Patreon. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, he says. Yeah, www.patreon.com forward slash uh, the SNES podcast. All right. Where, where for those dollars a month, you can get some nice perks, such as, uh, nice perks, such as early, access, uh, early access to the shows, uh, being able to dictate a game uh, for us, uh, or having a personalized message, a message sent to you where George and I will, will ramble to you for like 10 minutes. I don't think that's how that last one went, but okay. <laughs> Well, well, it's not the last one that we made went. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, uh, this 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 will release this this will this will this will drop before the holidays are done. So I wish so I'd like to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Uh, have uh, and also Happy New Year. Uh, be safe. Enjoy yourself. Uh, and we'll see you again in 2019. Happy Kwanzaa. That that also. Uh, take care, all. <laughs> Goodbye. 
Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.